Wondery Plus subscribers can listen to the CBS Evening News ad-free right now. Join Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. This spring, if you'd rather spend time enjoying your lawn instead of trying to keep it alive, there's good news. True Green is the easiest and most affordable way to get a beautiful lawn. All you have to do is water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and even some things you might not even think of. They'll do all of it, while you can do literally anything else. With True Green, you can have your lawn looking as good as a putting green. That's not hyperbole. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. True Green offers a satisfaction guarantee, and they have a verified best price promise, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people guaranteed. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes. But let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. Stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. That's rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Rocketmoney.com slash Wondery. Tonight, the race to find that missing submersible carrying explorers bound for the wreckage of the Titanic before they run out of oxygen. The latest updates from the massive search effort. Here are tonight's top headlines. Rescue teams looking for the vessel from the air and sonar buoys deployed throughout the area larger than the size of Connecticut. Those search efforts have not yielded any results. The president's son, Hunter, has agreed to plead guilty to two charges stemming from a five-year federal investigation. A growing problem. A massive fire breaks out in an e-bike shop in New York City, killing four people and leaving two more in critical condition. The volume of fire created by these lithium-ion batteries is incredibly deadly. Parts of the South cleaning up after destructive tornadoes tear through towns as record high and deadly temperatures blanket the region. In Texas, temperatures could exceed 115 degrees. The heat is going to be just intense. We're at the Delta Diaper Bank, which is helping moms in need in the region. A year after Roe versus Wade was overturned, they're seeing an increase in demand for supplies. A lot of families have signed up for more diapers. Johnsonville Sausage Company is recalling more than 42,000 pounds of its Better With Cheddar sausages. Usually kids can't wait to get the cast off their arm, but five-year-old Bo Stottle isn't so sure. It does look cool. Dr. Fishman and her team draw custom designs. The characters of all kinds come to life within 10 minutes. It reminds you that little things are meaningful.
Good evening, and thank you for joining us on this Tuesday night. I'm Jerika Duncan in for Nora. We begin with a race against the clock to find that submersible vessel that disappeared in the North Atlantic Ocean on Sunday. It was headed to the sunken wreckage of the Titanic. Experts say if the five people on board are still alive, they will run out of oxygen by Thursday morning. The explorers were heading to the site of the Titanic's final resting place. It's located about 900 miles off Cape Cod and more than 12,000 feet below the surface. An international rescue effort is now underway, including help from the U.S. Navy, the U.S. Coast Guard and the Canadian Coast Guard. Officials say they've already searched an area about 7,600 square miles with no sign of the vessel. CBS's Roxana Saberi will start us off tonight from Boston. Good evening, Roxana. Good evening, Jerika. Tonight, the U.S. Navy is bringing in special equipment to retrieve heavy objects from deep under the ocean in the event they're able to locate the missing submersible. But hope for finding survivors is fading. Search crews are frantically scouring an area larger than the state of Connecticut. But so far, there's no sign of the missing vessel, the Titan, and its five passengers. What are the biggest challenges you're facing? You're dealing with a surface search and a subsurface search, and frankly, that makes it an incredibly complex operation. But time is dwindling fast because they're running out of oxygen. We know at this point we're approximately about 40, 41 hours. There's no other trip like this. For the past two years, the U.S.-based company Ocean Gate Expeditions has used the submersible to take tourists to the famous Titanic shipwreck, charging $250,000 per person. At nearly two and a half miles below the ocean surface, the Titanic is located at roughly twice the depth of the Grand Canyon. Finding the Titan won't be easy at those depths, even if it's floating on the surface. Rescuers are now gaming out different scenarios in the event they find it. Among the five missing passengers, Hamish Harding, a British billionaire who flew into space on Jeff Bezos's Blue Origin rocket last year. Pakistani British businessman Shahzada Dawood and his 19-year-old son Suleiman. And Paul-Henri Nargelet, a former diver with the French Navy and a seasoned Titanic researcher. OceanGate CEO Stockton Rush is also on the vessel. We run the whole thing with this game controller. Last year, OceanGate hosted CBS Sunday morning correspondent David Pogue on an expedition to the Titanic. But just minutes into his dive, something went wrong. So apparently those floats there came off the platform. So we're scrubbing? Yeah, yeah, I think that's the consensus up here. The weight of the situation is bearing down on friends and family. Janneke Mickelson spoke with her friend Hamish Harding the day before he left. It's not good. It really isn't good. It, it will be a miracle if the crew returns alive. And we're learning new information tonight about OceanGate Expeditions. A group of leaders in the submersible industry sent the company a letter back in 2018 warning of possible catastrophic problems with the submersible and with its planned mission to the Titanic wreckage. Jerika? Yeah, we know a lot of people hoping for a miracle. Roxana Saberi, thank you. We turn now to a major development in the investigation of President Biden's son, Hunter Biden. Today, the 53-year-old agreed to plead guilty to two charges related to his failure to pay income taxes and to admit to the illegal possession of a handgun. CBS's Catherine Harridge reports on the details of the agreement and reaction from the president. 
As part of the Hunter Biden plea agreement, three charges were filed in a Delaware court. Two misdemeanor counts of willful failure to pay federal income tax on annual earnings in excess of $1.5 million. A third count, possession of a handgun by a drug user, would be dismissed if Biden remains drug-free and commits no additional crimes during a specified time period. A source familiar with the term said Biden's legal team expects probation, not jail time, though final approval rests with the judge. I think the judge is going to do what's fair, and I think what's fair is, you know, my client gets on with his life. David Weiss, the U.S. attorney in Delaware who led the probe, was appointed by then-President Trump and left in place by the Biden administration. In a statement, Weiss said the investigation is ongoing, but Hunter Biden's team sees it differently. My understanding is that we're done. Traveling in California, President Biden was asked about the news. I'm very proud of my son. Hunter Biden spoke about the federal investigation on CBS Sunday morning. I'm cooperating Um, completely. And I am absolutely certain, 100 percent certain that at the end of the investigation that I will be cleared. While Democrats hailed the agreement as a sign of the Justice Department's independence, Republicans cried foul. Former President Donald Trump, arraigned on criminal charges last week, said Hunter Biden was given a mere traffic ticket. You think this is another example of a two-tier system of justice in America? Republican Congressman James Comer leads the House Oversight Committee, which is investigating the Biden family's foreign business dealings, a probe disputed by the White House. Will you call the U.S. attorney in Delaware to testify? I would expect the U.S. attorney to testify in front of the House of Representatives very soon. He needs to explain whether or not his investigation is concluded. Gene Rossi, a former Justice Department official who handled tax cases, told CBS News the failure to pay tax on more than $3 million, even though now repaid, is a serious violation. If this were Hunter Smith instead of Hunter Biden, I think you would have a very much uh, more aggressive prosecution. The Delaware court has not set a date for Hunter Biden's surrender, but a source familiar with the deal told CBS News it could happen in a matter of days. Hunter Biden himself has not commented. Jerika. All right, Catherine Harris, thank you. Tonight, a tentative trial date has been set in the case against Donald Trump and his alleged mishandling of classified documents. Federal Judge Eileen Cannon ordered the trial to begin on August 14th. The former president faces 37 criminal counts, including the willful retention of national defense information, making false statements and conspiracy to obstruct justice. Well, tonight, several thousands of homes and businesses are still without power in parts of the South. This comes as a dangerous heat wave is breaking records across the region. CBS's Omar Villafranca reports on the turbulent weather that has fueled several tornadoes and caused widespread damage. Tonight, southern Mississippi residents are recovering after a tornado shredded homes and ripped roofs off buildings in Moss Point. At least 100 structures were damaged, but no deaths were reported. This is uh, unbelievable to see this happen to somewhere where you live. With temperatures in the mid-90s, bags of ice were a hot commodity in the Tulsa area. Power is still out for more than 120,000 customers after weekend storms tore down trees and power lines. Drivers waited for gasoline to power generators and to keep cool in their car. I'm just was praying I wasn't going to run out of gas. 
Storms also knocked out power in East Texas, leaving more than 40,000 in the dark. This has hit us pretty hard for us to be such a small town. I mean, it's, it's made me cry quite a bit. Without electricity, residents of Marshall, Texas, 150 miles east of Dallas, gathered at this church to cool off. Now, this is, you feel the cold air? <laughs> this is a godsend. A line worker helping to restore power in East Texas died on Monday, and state officials believe it is heat-related. The agency that maintains Texas' power grid is actually asking consumers to conserve electricity until later on this evening. Jerika? Omar Villafranca for us in Dallas tonight. Thank you. So how much longer will this brutal heat stick around? Let's turn to meteorologist Chris Warren from our partners at the Weather Channel for the answer. Chris, good evening. Good evening, Jerika. This record-setting, dangerous heat is hanging in there across Texas. It is going to feel like it's 110 to 120 degrees again tomorrow. In fact, the overnight lows, what it's going to feel like at night, will stay in the 80s and even 90s. That's what it's going to feel like during the overnight hours. This is dangerous heat. We have an unusual weather pattern with this dome of high pressure locked in. Unfortunately, it looks like this is going to stick around maybe another 7 to 10 days of this serious heat. Meanwhile, the tropics and tropical storm, Brett, now a 45-mile-per-hour tropical storm. And Jerica, it does look like it will remain a tropical storm as it approaches the Caribbean and the Lesser Antilles in the coming days. Well, fire safety officials in New York City have a warning tonight about the dangers of lithium batteries. An early morning fire broke out at an e-bike store, killing four people. CBS's Elaine Quijano reports the fire quickly spread to the apartments on the upper floors. The deadly fire broke out just after midnight at this e-bike repair shop in Lower Manhattan. Firefighters arrived within minutes, but that's all it took for the smoke and flames to kill four people living above the shop. Just hours later, the fire commissioner left no doubt about what sparked it. It is very clear that this was caused by lithium-ion batteries and e-bikes. There was a very large number of both batteries and e-bikes. This location is known to the fire department. We have written violations uh, at this location before, and we have conducted enforcement in this location before. Officials say so far this year, 108 fires in New York City and 13 deaths have been linked to lithium-ion battery explosions. Back in April, two children were killed after an e-bike exploded. Experts warn the resulting fires from lithium-ion batteries behave differently. They ignite quickly, burn hotter, and can be difficult for firefighters to extinguish. Ed Benjamin founded the Light Electric Vehicle Association. He says people should follow strict protocols with e-bike batteries. As we say, never charge when there's not someone present. Never charge at night. Never charge overnight. Always put a timer on it so it'll turn itself automatically, even if you forget. Last year, there were 220 fires in New York City linked to e-bikes. Back in March, the city of New York announced a plan to combat lithium-ion battery fires by placing e-bike charging stations outdoors. Jerika? Yeah, sounds like a good idea. Lane Quijano, New York, tonight. Thank you.
We turn now to the ongoing battle over women's reproductive rights. It was one year ago this week the Supreme Court overturned Roe versus Wade, and Mississippi was at the center of the debate. In our series, After Roe, CBS's Caitlin Huey Burns returned to the state to see how it has responded since abortion became illegal. These are the diapers that we give out for the families. The Diaper Bank of the Delta services nearly 300 families in one of the poorest regions of the country and has seen an increase in donations and demand. A lot of families have signed up for more diapers. If they come in with any type of situation, we we try to find a resource to help them. So people are coming to you not just for diapers and supplies. A helping hand and a best friend. A helping hand in a state that needs it now more than ever. Mississippi already had the highest rate of infant mortality nationwide, and the maternal death rate is worsening, especially for black mothers. It's what a public health expert was warning about when we visited last year, as the state's only abortion clinic prepared to close. Is the state prepared no. for the consequences? No. No, it's not prepared. In April, Republican Governor Tate Reeves signed a series of bills he says create a culture of life, including tax credits for adoption and expansion of Medicaid coverage for up to one year postpartum. But critics say the bills aren't keeping up with the challenges. In the last year, the only NICU unit in the Delta closed. At least three other labor and delivery units across the state have shuttered. Obstetrics is a lot of times, you know, the first to go. That environment inspired Dr. Rachel Morris to launch a program called STORK at the University of Mississippi Medical Center, training emergency workers to deliver babies. They may not have the luxury of getting in a car and driving two and a half hours. It's got to be so scary for these patients. So you're able to step in and address a very specific need. Yes, a very specific need. Again, a rural emergency room that does not have supplies for delivery. If they participate in STORK, it's a, a way to bridge the gap to give people what they need. You're saving lives. That's why I went into medicine was to make a difference. So to hear that we've made one, saved one mother or saved one newborn or made the outcome better, yeah, there's nothing like it. Morris says the program has trained over 400 people and has a six-month-long waiting list. Caitlin Huey Burns, CBS News, Jackson, Mississippi. Well, an arrest has been made in the deadly crash that killed five young women. That's coming up. This episode is brought in part to you by Audible, your go-to destination for thrilling audio entertainment. Whether you're looking for a hair-raising experience to enjoy while you're on the move or eager to dive into sinister and shocking tales, Audible has an exclusive collection of thrillers from best-selling authors that will keep you on the edge of your seat. Like James Patterson's first audio-only thriller, The Coldest Case. Experience stories like never before where every chilling detail is brought to life by captivating sound design. Plus, as an Audible member, choose one title a month to make yours forever. And now, new members can try Audible free for 30 days. Just visit audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. That's audible.com slash WonderyPod or text WonderyPod to 500-500. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. 
we can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Tonight, a 27-year-old Minnesota man is facing murder charges after crashing into and killing five young women the night before their friend's wedding. The victims were between 17 and 20 years old. Police say 27-year-old Derek Thompson was going almost 100 miles an hour before he ran through a red light and slammed into the women's vehicle. In 2018, Thompson was convicted of a hit-and-run accident and reportedly had his license reinstated less than two weeks ago. Today, a federal judge in Arkansas struck down the state's first-in-the-nation ban on gender-affirming care for minors. The judge called the ban unconstitutional. It would have prohibited doctors from providing hormone treatments, puberty blockers, or surgery to anyone under 18. 18 other states have passed similar measures targeting the LGBTQ community. Well, there's a nationwide recall of a popular brand of sausage links. What you need to know next. An important consumer alert to tell you about, sausage maker Johnsonville is recalling more than 42,000 pounds of sausage links. Company officials say they may be contaminated with plastic fibers. The Wisconsin company is recalling some better with cheddar links after at least one person found thin strands of black plastic. The impacted products were made on January 26. No illnesses have been reported so far. Well, priceless works of art go on display, not at a museum, but at a children's hospital. We'll explain next. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset, hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. Finally tonight, we introduce you to a pediatric surgeon in Chicago known for adding a special touch to help her patients heal and smile. Here's CBS's Charlie DeMar. Usually kids can't wait to get the cast off their arm, but five-year-old Bo Stottle isn't so sure. I'm kind of sad and kind of happy. What do you mean? Because I like it and also it does look cool. Simply put, Bo's cast is a work of art. This Pokemon cast design is the intricate work of Dr. Felicity Fishman, an orthopedic surgeon at Shriners Children's Hospital in Chicago. It reminds you that little things are meaningful. 
Dr. Fishman and her team draw custom designs pre-selected by her patients. The characters of all kinds come to life within 10 minutes. Why do you do these drawings? There are a lot of parts of what I do that can be scary for a kid. Dr. Fishman says her artwork can sometimes calm those nerves and put parents at ease too. Kind of helped with the distraction of what was happening. With his cast off, Bo, who went under the knife to separate webbed fingers, rediscovered the true masterpiece, his reconstructed hand. Are you moving it all around? Yeah. Taking it for a ride? <laughs> a doctor who transforms lives while turning casts into canvas. Charlie DeMar, CBS News, Chicago. That's pretty cool. Well, that's tonight's CBS Evening News for Nora O'Donnell. I'm Jerika Duncan. Good night. If you like the CBS Evening News, you can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus in the Wondery app or on Apple Podcasts. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Before you go, tell us about yourself by filling out a short survey at Wondery.com survey. Hi, this is Jill Schlesinger, CBS News business analyst, certified financial planner, and host of the Money Watch podcast. This is the show where your money is not scary and it's not boring. It is a show that's all about you. It's your questions that make it possible for me to provide unconventional and entertaining insights on your money and maybe more importantly, on your life. I'm going to be your financial coach, someone who brings common sense and an insider's perspective on how to manage your money and your emotions. And I promise we are going to have a little bit of fun along the way. Have a question from retirement to career changes to college funding? Just send us an email at askjill at jillonmoney.com. Follow Money Watch wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen ad-free on the Amazon Music or Wondery app.